starting a lecture after soon after dinner <laughs> is that instead of omkara dakara finds finds its way dakara means a burp it's an uncomfortable feeling we are in the 12th shloka please repeat after me ishtan bhogan hi vo deva ishtan bhogan hi vo deva dasyante yagna bhavita dasyante yagna bhavita tairdatta na pradayebhya tairdatta na pradayebhya yo bhungte ste na eva sah mindset with which the present generations that we are we have been growing we have been groomed conditioned is to fend for one's own self one's own needs and look out for i me myself sometimes that i me myself can include my wife my children my family as well it has become a very narrow narrow vision and in this narrow vision our various other responsibilities 
which become an intrinsic part of our living is to be re-educated. The idea that has taken a deep-rooted conviction is I have put this effort, I have made this benefit, I have made this profit, I am entitled to enjoy because it is my effort's result. I have started this from scratch and I have made this big, I am entitled to enjoy it all by myself. In various scriptures, especially the one that I will be quoting is from Manup Smriti, he says that as a grihastha, when we start making a living through different kinds of profession, that which we earn Five parts of it have to be made. One fifth of what we have made as an earning, we are qualified for using it on one's own self. The rest of it has to go in taking care of other responsibilities. It was embedded in the system as a responsibility. One-fifth one goes as Rajya Bhara, Rajya Bhara taxes. So you all may be thinking, wish it was one-fifth here also. <laughs> one-fifth is the bare minimum. One-fifth has to be shared with the Rajya. Wherever we are, it has to go in taxes. The second one-fifth has to go in taking care of that institution which has ta taught us the firm footing through which we make a living, through which we have learned to stand up for values, morals and ethics to such gurukula system that has made us what we are, that has molded us to be where we are, to support that Gurukula is one-fifth. The third one-fifth goes in taking care of all the elders of the family. Not just my side of the family, <coughs> but it is both sides of the family. <coughs> In fact, the detail there is, in the ancient Hindu law, the property was divided into Chala and Achala. That which is Chala is shared with the daughter on the day of wedding as her personal expense. And then that which is Achala, that which is produced from the Bhumi, Kshetra. Every year the produce has to be shared by the brother to all the sisters at least twice a year. 
I'm just extending that taking care of elders and other family members. One fifth of that has to go in taking care of the elders. You don't need to invest into 401k. You don't need to invest into various such Medicare, Medi whatever other schemes. It is a responsibility of that generation to take care of the earlier generation. One fifth of what we have earned has to go into that. First one fifth, Rajyavara. Second one fifth, taking care of being a patron for that Gurukula. Third one fifth goes in taking care of elders. Fourth one fifth goes in taking care of all the social welfare projects. You know, for highways or for trees on the highways. In the earlier days, it was not a tradition to sell food or water. There would be these dharmakshetras wherein any traveler can come and live and when that person has to be fed and that the villagers or the township comes together in maintaining one such dharmasatra. So all such, you know, digging well, maintaining that well, giving good, clean environment, social welfare projects, one-fifth. The last one-fifth is the one that which we are entitled to share on, splurge on one's own self and needs. Two ways to look at it. One, decide how much we want to spend on oneself. 5x is what you have to earn. One way to look at it. The other way to look at it is whatever I earn, I divide it into five parts and then I, I accommodate my needs accordingly. So it was an intrinsic part of responsibility that was taught that it is not just that you earn, you have put the effort and you enjoy. You have the responsibility in taking care of the rest of them around. If that responsibility is not shared and the one who believes in enjoying it for one's own self, then such one is called Stena Yeva Saha. Stena, such one is the thief. <coughs> and the dosha of that kind of theft is pretty huge pause evaluate so far how was our money management and where do we fall in as we today say that you know our scriptures have no strict direction. In fact, Hinduism is so accommodative that you can do anything that you feel like convenient as Hinduism. Just because we are ignorant, it doesn't mean that there are no stipulated rules and regulations. It was a part of our system. Ishtan bhogan hivo devaha dasyante yagnya bhavitaha. That yagnya bhava of sacrificing 
sharing and giving is a part of our culture. See, when you go from here for that one month vacation to Swadesh, and each one growing up in two, three different places, and all our uh, relatives spread all across. So you decide, you know, this time around I'll visit these three cities, four cities. In each city we have 15-20 people. And you run around from morning to evening, this place, that place. And again, by the time you probably reach the last house, it's almost close to late in night. Whatever time of day or night that we come. Because of this inherent thing instilled in our culture nobody ever says Kha ke aaye honge na? <laughs> you must have already had your food and come this time I have, you come in this time you must have already finished your dinner and other things please sit no whatever time of day night it doesn't matter to give was a part of our culture so much is the insistence and I amuse at the closeness of these two words hospitality and hostility. The insistence almost makes it like a hostile environment. Thoda, little chai, half cup, cutting chai. Something has to be fed. That is why, that is where I learned to use that word, saying, yes, you are all very loving in feeding. You feed so much that I am fed up. <laughs> Giving, sharing, contributing was a part of the culture. Now living in a nucleus kind of an environment, We are so teared away that all that it is important is me, my family and my children. That's it. Beyond which it has to be taught. And Bhagavan Krishna uses the strong word here. He says, if not shared, we are as good as thieves. Therefore, what should we do? How should our mindset be? It is given in the <coughs> next shloka. Repeat after me. Yajna Sishta Shina Santaha Muchyante Sarva Kilbishaihi Bhunjate Tetvagham Papaha Pachantyatma Karanat This we see it in in our family life you see it especially in the mothers when they cook and sometimes by mistake the children end up liking what you have cooked they are not like Again, doll. 
Hugging some more? <laughs> but that is only till they are in the initial stages of being at home. Once they experience the dorm food, <laughs> they are like, Ma, do you have anything that you can send me to my dorm? And that day, mother feels vindicated. Yes. <laughs> <coughs> and when the children ask for more and then start serving, we never see the mother say, say, no. Even if it comes to a point wherein she has to give up everything that you know, is no, no more left for herself. It doesn't matter. She'll give that for the comfort of the rest of them. And you ask such mother, why are you sacrificing so much? Don't you feel hungry? Nay, my stomach is full. Actually, it is not the stomach which is full. It is the heart that is filled. When the heart is full, it does tricks to both Madhya Pradesh and Uttar Pradesh. <laughs> both seem to be very, you know, brimming and overflowing. Like it is that kind of contentment that one gets when we truly sacrificed for the loved ones. So here he says, Yajna Sishta Sinasantaha Muchyante Sarvakilvishai Having put the effort and earned the bounty, sharing it with everyone that is concerned. At least that is how I grew up. Many of us must have grown up in the same way that when during festivities and other times there is excess of all these uh, unhealthy stuff <laughs> today's mindset deep fried somebody asked me Swamiji do you eat papad I say I eat the original one not your healthy one the original one is deep fried the non-original one is microwaved. Haan, microwaved. Sir, papad. <laughs> so if you cook all these murk and tattai, yeah, if you Canada nipper to cold vode, na karanji. You know, Mysore Park, the festivities you make. It is not limited only for me and my family. The entire building, entire street gets a small share of it. And you know, better, you know, there are these packages on plates, you know, made and stuffed in. And say, Go give it to that auntie, go give it to this family. 
and then secretly we would be waiting. <laughs> because the tradition again says in our culture that those plates should not be given empty back. And always the food from the other side of the fence is tastier than what mother makes anyway. So we are like, no, when I went to drop this off, their, their house was smelling really good. I am waiting now. Discussion between me and my brother. It was shared. Now when you go even to smaller towns, smaller villages, it is not just the street, it is the entire village is a family. That any festivity, any, any kind of, you know, upanayana or weddings or whatever happens, the entire village becomes a part of it. There is no need for RSVP. There is no need to count for how many plates to order. It is taken for granted. The entire village will be a part of it. And anybody who comes, whom you have, you know, forgotten to invite, is not chastised as a gate crasher, party crasher, wedding crasher. No, Atiti. I am very sorry that I could, I did not. Please come, please come. And the same way, if something, uh, you know, tragic happens, the entire village jumps in. And this, for many intellectuals, became nosy environment. How does it matter what happens and why should they know? Kya hua? Everybody wants to know. <coughs> but it was this structure wherein the, the texture of the community was self-supportive. So this young couple came in from India and they said, we are finally feeling the freedom. No parents, no in-laws, no family, no friends. We feel that we are there for each other. I was like, betas, pata chalega. <laughs> and pretty soon, both of them were down by with flu. So, they were supposed to come for certain program in the ashram. I had known them as Yuva Kendra members back there, so I had just called. <laughs> so I immediately drove up there. I said, What happened to her? She's in the next room. How is she? <laughs> Swamiji, I wish we had some rasam. said, don't you now feel that you should have a family, somebody taking care? Mm. <laughs> See, the texture, the, the fabric of this entire community is in supporting each other and being there for each other. I'm told in 60s and 70s when Indians shifted here, and you look at somebody who appears like an Indian. And you are in this side of the road, they are that side of the road, you cross the road, run up to them. Indian? Indian. 
no more differences of uh, you know uh, you know your madrasi nothing no difference of south north language nothing indian indian and suddenly we are again overpopulated <laughs> again you see within 10 years the texture the fabric has changed so much that you see a babri indian <laughs> I'm just taking Indianness as an example here. You watch Star Trek and Star Wars and such movies, right? Wherein there is that platform wherein people from different galaxies and there you look at Earth, me also Earth. Do we need to go somewhere else to find that oneness? to share and care for. Otherwise the mind psychologically keeps looking for reasons to find differences. That is a tamasic mind. That mind which seeks reasons to find oneness is a sattvic mind. 18th chapter, Dhruti. And this concept of finding oneness comes in 18th chapter of Bhagavad Gita. You are like, what Dhruti, where, what? Cross-referring it there. So it says, Yajna Sishta Santaha. Whatever is the Yajna Phala. It is to be shared and enjoyed with everyone. And such one, Muchyante Sarva Kilbishaihi. They are protected from all kinds of flaw in the action. There may be a lot of things that we may have considered, not considered, done properly, not done properly. All of them get cleaned away because of that sharing. On the other hand, Ye pachanti atma karanat those who put the effort for their own personal benefits alone, that is their focal point. Who the heck cares what happens to us? I have to be comfortable. My comfort is of importance. Doesn't matter how, you know, what happens to the others. And the effort is put only in sustaining oneself, one's desires and one's own desires fulfillment. Bhunjate tu agham papaha. They are partaking, eating bhunjate. They are eating papa. They are partaking in sin. When you do, you do you ever visit a gym? I know it is just for that you know initial uh, enthusiasm for four or five days. Therefore, visit. <laughs> At home, it is uh, a good place to hang old clothes, yellow pages stacked. What is that? Uh, treadmill, huh? So when you are focusing on exercise, do you go to a gym? 
and do only right arm exercise. Three, four months continuously, you know. After three months, the right arm is really like uh, Schwarzenegger's in prime time. The rest of it is like Agarbati. Such we call them as cartoon, caricature, right? imbalance. So when you go to do the exercise, don't you provide for the entire body, upper, uh, upper body, lower body, this set of muscles, this group of muscles and work all over. Because we find that oneness with the entire body, whatever we provide it is for the entire body. No, I like only my right side. Cheat left side. No. I apply foundation, I apply blush, mascara, liner, one side only. The other side, gee, I don't like that profile. You look like a caricature, Kathakali caricature. It is our responsibility as we take care of the entire body. The entire society, entire creation is one family, Vasudaiva Kutumbakam. And it becomes my responsibility to take care of the entire family. Now let me break that overwhelming thought. Entire you know, cosmos is my response. <gasps> On a day-to-day -day basis, when we interact with the world, how many people do we interact with on a regular basis? 15-20 people. That is your world. Be there for them, provide for them, share with them. Give. When I say the entire world, your world is there, that 15-20 that people. These 15-20 people we neglect. And go outside and do some kind of kitchen seva, that seva, this seva, this is neglected. Hypocrisy. Do this and if time permits, do that as well. It should be expansive, all inclusive. Otherwise, bhunjate tu agham papaha. Ye pachanti atma karanat. And the entire creation <clears throat> goes through the sequence of supporting each other, helping each other thrive. And how does that sequencing work? The next two shlokas explain that. Anad bhavanti bhutani. Parjanyadanna sambhavaha Parjanyadanna sambhavaha Yajnyad bhavati parjanyaha Yajnyad bhavati parjanyaha 
So that day my mood was, it was always like that. So I said, if you exist, why not the Bhuta? <laughs> he got angry. He said, you are Pancha Mahabhuta. <laughs> so Bhuta here is not the Bhuta Pishacha. Bhuta means that which is born. Bhava, that which is born. All the creatures and the universality of our prayers. It is not just for human beings, it is not just for a Hindu, it is not just for a certain caste, creed, or gender. Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina. May all forms of creature be happy. It is not Sarve Hindava Sukhino Bhavantu. Sarve Sanatana Dharmi Niramaya Santu. Rest of them bhaad me jaye. It has to be that universal. You are praying for Shanti and the Shanti can be only conceived in its universality. Bhutaha. All kinds of species may they be benefited, may they be provided for. When when there are timely rains and the rains give a chance to all the crops to grow in proper time and they feed all the creatures. Annat bhavanti bhutani parjanyad annasambhavaha And where does this parjanya come from? How do the rains come in? So far, sequentially, it is beautiful. Suddenly, there it hits a speed breaker. Yagnyat bhavati parjanya. This is too much, huh? When you perform yagnya, it yields rains. This seems to be a little out of sequence. I'll come to the spiritual or the Vedantic meaning later. There is a particular Homa, Havana, which is called the, the it is invoked to bring in rains. And when such yajna is done, so we were in Kadapa, you know, so many Sharada Priyanandama used to be there. And we were all, you know, going there yearly once. And it was hit very badly with drought for years together. If you have gone, gone to that part of uh, Andhra, it is always dry. 
So we said, you know, why don't we do this, uh, you know, Varuna Homa. Varuna is the presiding deity of rains. Let's invoke him. So a bunch of seven or eight brahmacharis, we went, approached Amma. They said, we want to do this. And she was always, uh, you know, anything come with a good comprehensive thinking, she would always support and say, go ahead. None of us knew the entire process or anything. So we started researching, found the right people, learnt all the mantras. And uh, it was all our effort wherein we created the mandap, we created the havan kunda. Seven, eight of us, they taught some mantras to others, created a team. And it was a seven day homa. The seventh day, it started pouring so heavily that we, it, it shook us all. That we were not prepared for such a result. That the waters were raising so high that it was going to get into the Havan Kunda. So the next year around, they said we will try again because many of us were still skeptical. This is by fluke, by coincidence. You know, where is it? our mantras chanting and this Varuna coming? It's pure by chance. And the next year around, we created a five foot, uh, five feet high platform. On that, we created this entire mandapa. By the seventh day, it again started pouring down. We did that for six, seven years. Now that entire belt, about 60, 70 kilometers radius, it's now turning green. When it is said, Yagnyat Bhavati Parjanyaha, do the correct kind of Yagnya, there will be Parjanya also. One example. Second example, my experience with Gurudev, that whenever he did his Yagnya, the last day, invariably, there would be rains. Invariably. And Gurudev would look at him, He's thanking me. <laughs> Who? Narayana is thanking me. And therefore he is showering rains. Yagnyat bhavati parjanya. If there is that kind of collectiveness coming together for a higher cause, the rains is a natural result. Now let us see the Vedantic meaning. Yagnya, as we have seen earlier, is a participatory event wherein it is not an individual, but it is a collective collective effort wherein different people from different backgrounds and resources pitch in and make sure that that effort is dedicated for a higher cause. Even the Yagnya, the physical Yagnya Havan Kunda that is done, One individual cannot do it. When today we put it in a aluminum foil in our, uh, what do you call that, uh, fireplace and throw some sticks and say swaha 
we think, aha, we have also performed yajna. There is a yajna vidhi. How many bricks, what shape, what mantra to be used, with what mantra, what ahuti to be offered. And when the offering is being done, the offering has to be in what kind of flames. Do you know that flames also have names? Kali, Karali, Manojavacha, Dhumra, Varna. The various names. And in what kind of color of flame, what kind of ahuti with what mantra? <coughs> so in big Havan and Homa, there is one main Brahma. He is the main priest. He has four uh, helping uh, Ritviks. Each one is an exponent in that particular Veda. And this Brahma has to know the entire sequencing in his head, not on his laptop. And then as the mantra is going, the Yajamana is sitting and through the Yajamana when the mantra is being chanted, he says, Sama Veda, and he says this Samhita, that number, and at that time they cannot, you know, give me a second, my bad, oh my bad. And then start looking, flipping through the papers. No, it has to be on their tip of their finger that they start chanting the exact number what has been mentioned. At that time, different ahutis that have to be ready. And those ahutis in that kind of flame when offered, it will yield that result. But again, it is not a single person effort. It is these many people coming together. Yajna Bhava Karma. That I bring in my resources, you bring in your resources. Let us all pitch in together for a higher cause. When such collective endeavor of coming together and bringing all the resources for a higher purpose, then it opens up, it rains forth a field of opportunities. This kind of bhava karma opens up the parjanya. Parjanya, parijanayati, that which helps, supports different people from different background to grow, flourish and thrive. And thus thereby the entire community, entire society gets benefited from this collective endeavor. That is why Gurudev started, right? What is the first sentence of the pledge? We stand as one family. My observation, Indians, you know, we are actually ingenious people. We are very smart. That's why in Olympics and other places you see that anything that has a collective group effort, we never win. Shooting, snooker, individual games. You ask Indians, I have tried this, you ask Indians, stand in a line. First there will be a confusion, who are you to ask? By the power of orange, stand in line. They do stand in a line. 
The funny observation is not one behind the other, one next to the other. Why? Hum kisi se kam hai kya? Why should I stand behind him? I'm as good as him or as bad as him. So my observation is, Indians individually are ingenious. Collectively a disastrous calamity. You're like, Swamiji, this is too much, huh? Have you ever gone to an event where there are only Indians? Did you measure the chaos? <laughs> the best place to measure chaos. Can you tell me where? The toilet. <laughs> Horrifying. You feel like you have gone back in time, a time capsule. Am I making it up? The same set of Indians when they go to other places. Oh, you first. Please, please. And that kind of mindset is already explained earlier. Do you remember the word? Mithyacharasa uchchate. Bhagavan says it, I did not. So when uh, talking about Gurudev's centennial celebrations, one of the common frequently asked question is, you know, if you say that, <coughs> especially the newer crowd, you say that he was a great Mahatma. Did he ever perform miracles? I said I can name plenty. Say please, please narrate. Do you want to know? The first miracle. Everybody used to come to his yajna on time. Imagine to get group of Indians on time. <laughs> In spite of RSVP, call, email, text messages, WhatsApp, WhatsApp. RSVP says it is 7.30, when do we go? The host himself or herself comes at 8.30. <laughs> what to talk about the rest of them? To such a mindset, he gathered them on time. Having gathered them, the second miracle, pin drop silence. When he would start speaking, and if by mistake there was somebody who would <coughs> mess up the crowd, start walking in or walking out, he would stop. Right from that platform, he said, let that idiot go first. After that treatment, imagine if anybody would dare get up. <laughs> Even if somebody were to leave early, they would sit right at the door. What is He sitting there. Trained them with such you know, 
टाइमलीनेस डिसिप्लिन एंड थर्ड मेरा ब्रॉड ऑल ऑफ देम टूगेदर टू गिव टू द सोसाइटी समथिंग ऑफ अ हायर ऑर्डर दैट इज कॉल्ड यज्ञ भाव so some reporter asked him are you doing this for you know money you know making your wealth making your ashrams he said go check that is why i have named my uh, organization as chinmay central chinmay mission trust cc it is empty <laughs> cc empty so everything that is taken is again given back multifold yagnya bhava karma when thus everyone comes together pitching in their best bringing in their best what is given back to the society is of a satvik texture wherein everybody benefits out of it. यज्ञात भवती पर्जन्य एंड यज्ञ वेर इज इट बॉर्न फ्रॉम कर्म दोज एक्शन विच हैव सात्विकता इन इट एंड डेडिकेशन इन इट मेनी ऑफ अस अंडरस्टैंड द डेडिकेशन लाइक वन एग्जाम्पल वेन वी मूव इन टू दिस कंट्री एंड वी एस्टैब्लिश आर सेल्स एंड देन वी हैव आर फैमिली बच्चे एंड एवरी that the, the kind of environment that we have settled in forces us to that also has an influence to on us next 16 17 years what are the parents doing see whenever i have whenever i come to a new city and i want to find directions i ask the mother ama where how do i get here Because she is the official chauffeur for those two, three kids. Drop them off, pick them up. Drop them off here. Drop them off there. Pick up them. Karate, jujutsu, violin, kathak. No, what is that? Kathak, Bharatanatyam. Uh, best of east and west is a toe dancing a ballet <laughs> as if that was not done spelling bee geography bee ye bhi wo bhi <laughs> on the top of all that chinmamish that also constantly going here and there so 16 17 years you have your you know job you have your professional life you have your you know various other things that you are included in including like pta and 16 17 years you work and toil for what and we do not miss an opportunity to rub it back into the next generation 
mind was growing up. We had 10 by 20 space for 18 of us. One bathroom, no toilet. I'm sure there are many parents here who know what I'm talking. We have all grown up in uh, not a five star or three star, multi star treatment. For you, you have your own rooms, you have your own equipment, you have your own. All that I'm asking of you. Remember this guy? In spite of all these things, if you cannot do that, you'll not be good enough even for flipping the burgers. years focused we dedicate we understand what dedication means college life there is one mindset get married there is a different mindset first child the entire mindset flips what becomes the priority in these examples I'm taking to explain what dedication means and that you're already doing it you have not quit your social life, you have not quit your personal life, you have not quit your professional life. Everything is there. But you have reorganized it in such a way that the kids become the priority. And everything is around them. You have to set up a meeting, then you call up your spouse and say, Hey, I am having a meeting, when is the pickup? when is the drop off, are you doing it, am I doing it, when should I schedule it? Between the schedules, go drop off, then wait there, take out your laptop, connect to the internet and do work and as soon as they end, pick them up and then drop them off and then somebody else comes and picks it up. As a devata came the collective effort called carpooling. Yagnya bhava karma. But it is limited to me and my family. All that Bhagavad Gita is trying to say is expand beyond. We are not saying become like me, give up. No, I don't want competition. <laughs> In any economic condition, this is one field which is unchallenged. So you stay where you are. <laughs> Just that expand the definition of family. That's why Guru said we stand as one family. Bound together with love and respect. Sometimes what happens when there is love, there's too much of proximity. There is no respect. 
Honey, I love you. And I understand that word honey has come from Sanskritam. It is from the root word called Hana. Hana to kill each other. <laughs> honey, you get into my nose. You're under my skin. Killing me daily. I love you though. Is there a song like that? Killing me softly with love. Right? That is what honey means. Get together and you know, in spite of all these things, we dedicate. But the dedication, the family, the definition of family with love and respect has to improve, be, go beyond the limited version. And that becomes the dedication. And to a certain extent, I can proudly say that what Gurudev had envisioned, I can see it also. We can feel it, we can, you know, that, that coming as one family can be seen. So all this, what is the root of it? The Yajna Bhava, it starts with Karma. Where does this Yajna Bhava come out from? Sprout out from? From the Karma. Where did Karma come from? Karma Brahmod Bhavam Vidhi. Brahmaji created this universe the basic foundation was karma. And where did Brahmaji come from? See, in Vedanta when we speak, there is sometimes a confusion into a new listener when we use both words Brahma and Brahman to go into little Sanskritam. Brahma is Pullinga. Brahman is Napunsakalinga, meaning that supreme has no gender. Bhammaji is male, that's why I call him the quad processor. He has four heads. <coughs> so where did this four-headed Chaturanana, where did he come from? Brahma Akshara Samudbhavam. Brahmaji came from that Akshara. See, when we go into Sanskritam, if my mind diverts into Sanskritam, that itself is a different line of thinking. I got distracted with the word Akshara. So, when you look at the alphabets in our language, Samskritam. What are the alphabets called? Akshara Mala. Each alphabet is called Akshara. Why is each alphabet called an Akshara? The words, the combination of these Akshara are Kshara-vantaha. They can be broken. Akshara, that smallest part which cannot be broken down further. Therefore, it is called Akshara. 
that which is indivisible and here we are not talking of the akshara mala we are talking of that akshara tattva paramatma is indivisible and in that substratum indivisible truth is this brahmaji rooted in from that brahmaji came the karma from the karma yagna bhava from the yagna bhava parjanya from the parjanya the entire creation is weaved in together to the togetherness of oneness even if we wanted to separate ourselves out there is no chance cuz we can only live interdependent not independent and in that support system i reach across to support the system and in turn the system supports me and my thriving life that day when we understand this this entire scheme when it sinks in giving becomes natural because i am not giving to someone else somewhere else it is my own extension that i am supporting the same example of exercise to one part of the body as meaningless one family is exercising its growth the rest of them around are falling apart can that one family be happy that is why gurudev guruji says the best way to be happy is to make those who are around you happy and it's a sure way to your happiness how see the corollary you will understand it better if all the people around you are frustrated irritated agitated and constantly nagging can you ever be happy put them at ease provide for them put them at ease are you not happy already so it becomes our responsibility to not just be careful about my own well being but the well being of everyone around me sahayagnyaha prajaha srishtva purovacha prajapati anena prasavishyadvam with this scheme in mind he created this beautiful cosmos which we are an integral part of and that is why gurudev's purpose or reason for chinmay mission was also that change the individual you change the family change the families you change the community the change in a community changes the nation changes in these nations brings in brotherhood brings in that oneness so where should the change start it's 
still we are very impersonal to the knowledge in the individual in us that is not the answer the answer is in me the change should start i change the rest of it changes and the same breath gurudev also used to say change a man an individual is changed change a woman entire family is changed that was called empowering women because she has that kind of an influence in my big fat greek wedding have you seen the movie you should watch it you will you will immediately associate with the chaos it feels very indianish like i keep relating everything to sanskrit it says everything is from latin <laughs> so the daughter does something and the father doesn't approve gives this peace of mind and the daughter feels really down the mother who is listening to it from the side comes there hugs this daughter consoles her and says don't worry he thinks he is the head of the family <laughs> he often forgets that i am the neck and i can change that head into any direction that i choose so one elderly gentleman after listening to this statement comes to me after the class and says swami ji you don't understand that is exactly where it pains <laughs> that is when it dawned on me oh pain in the neck that is what they mean back to the shloka here so if this entire wheel of action is understood it becomes my responsibility to bring in that togetherness oneness when i change the world around me changes isn't it true that when you were into you know partying and you know having lot of friends evening spent around you know gossips and other things there are one kind of friends in your circle by mistake somebody brought you to chinmay mission purely galti se mistake ho gaya and something appealed fortunately and the usual appeal the visiting card is balavihar cha bachche to badlenge you know at least the children will have some opportunity to change bring them and then slowly you are also sucked in and as you get sucked in here and this becomes of a priority and then you start remodeling yourself and with your you know change what happened to the other circle of friends one by one one by one body spiritual ho gaya and you going to such gathering mata ji 
Aua, Hubert. They get teased at and then slowly after the mockery and everything, one by one they drop. A new circle develops. You change. The environment around you changes. Doesn't it? Haven't we seen it in our own lives? And that in a very larger scale is being mentioned here. Continuing. Evam pravartitam chakram Nanu vartayati hayaha Agha ramaha He who follows this kind of path, this kind of circle, definitely benefits. We have seen in the last three shlokas. But there are always those. Why should I? Why should I be the... I don't want to. Evam pravartitam chakram na anuvartayati iha. If somebody does not follow this entire cycle of connectivity, oneness, togetherness, and wants to be like an island, what happens? Aghayur Indriya Ramaha. Mogham Partha Sajivati. Hey Partha. Hey Arjuna. Such people, they are leading sensuously sinful lives, which only deplete their energies and resources, and they would have lived a life in vain. When do they realize it? When they have reached to that age, wherein it hurts to say that they are old, they claim, but I am young at heart. They have reached that age. And they really want to put an effort to bring in all these priorities and change them. Now that is the age where we have all the experience, but no energy. Any Bengalis here? So it is like the Bengali. <laughs> Why? They have Mukherjee's, Chatterjee's, Banerjee's, but no energies. <laughs> have you ever gone to Kolkata? to go with the mission activities there I used to be amused how that place even survives if they have to reach the office is from 10 to 5 they start from home at 10 
because my travel is in the office time, <laughs> not in my personal time. And they leave the office so that they reach home by 5. So their sutra is 10 to 5, home to home. Having reached the office, no, there is so much of traffic, it's really... I'm keeping you engaged. Why do you need Siri for that? You want to check about Bengalis? Yes, sir. Thank you. $60 fine, recession time. <laughs> so having reached the office through the traffic, so a chai. And after chai, ekthu paan, kolkata paan. And after chai, you have reached by 11, 11.15 chai and then you have a pan and then you settle down in your seat, open the file. So lunch time again. <laughs> Never go to a Bengali who calls you saying that, bhojan ke liye aao. They just not bhojan, they say bhajan. Shop written there. Ghodi ke do kaan. Horse has two ears. That is what I read, understood. But then I looked at the shop, then it clicked. Ghodi ka dukan. Okay, getting back. So lunch time. And after lunch, little Madhya Pradesh is heavy, Uttar Pradesh doesn't work. So take a gap. No. And then rinse it, chai, one file, again home. If that is the kind of mindset, there is no energy. Nachiketa, when he is enticed by Yama, saying, Beta, take all these pleasures. You need Apsarasas, take them also. You need their servants, take them also. You need pleasures, you need wealth to maintain them, take the wealth also. You need life to enjoy it. Have as much life as you want. A six-year-old has that wisdom. And that mantra is my inspiration for my life. My guiding lamppost. He says, what a beautiful answer to Yama. Usually when people see Yama, 
they are shocked. Now Yama with Nachiketa is shocked because of the answer. He says, Shuobhava Martyasya Yadanta Kaitat Sarvendriyanam Jarayanti Tejaha Api Sarvam Jivitam Alpa Meva Tavaiva Vahaha Tava Nritya Gite. You are giving me all these pleasures, these sensuous things. You keep them with you and you dance to their tunes. I don't care, I don't want. And it is not out of some uh, egotistical thing that I have asked this, I need this only. It is with perfect logic. He says, Shwa Abhavaha Martyasya Yadanta Kaitat All these sensuous pleasures that you have been giving me, can you guarantee a tomorrow for them? Shwa Abhavaha They come with a expiration date. Martyasya Yadanta Kaitat and even if I indulge in them, Sarvendriyanam Jarayanti Tejaha. All my existing resources are depleted, drained. Why would I choose something that would drain me? Though it would give me an instant pleasure, but on a long term, that which drains me, why should I be indulging in it? And you talk about having long life. Api sarvam jivitam, whatever be the long of, length of life that you are giving. Isn't it our experience that we look back and say, Hurray, the year has just passed. Moments seem to be long. 8 o'clock this lecture started, when will it finish? Khatam bhi karo, yeah? The moments seem to be long. But the years seem to fly by. Over the hill, down the hill, 60, 70, when you look back, doesn't it appear that it has just been as if yesterday? This is the same thing. Api sarvam jivitam, alpam eva. It seems like flown by. Now that which you are blessing me, that which you are asking me to indulge in, is it something a guru should ask a student to indulge in? I have asked you for the third boon. Can you deliver that? If not, keep it with you. A six-year-old. What an amazing clarity he holds. If somebody who doesn't follow this cycle, what happens to them? All that which Nachiketas has enumerated, they get trapped in it. And what would happen to their life? <coughs> you ask all the students who had come to the YAP course, when all these Ammas would come to uh, help and do the Seva, they would look at these 20 year olds in the youth empowerment program and they would have tears in their eyes and they say wish we had this kind of opportunity then so to rub some salt into their wound I would write there behind them Narayana I would say Amma don't worry 
BL NL. We believe in rebirth. Better luck next life. So it is our choice as to how we want to redirect our energies and how we want to reconnect to the pattern in which the entire system is created. And then our life becomes seamless expression of joy. <coughs> we can continue the next shloka tomorrow. <clears throat> I have a responsibility here to share about it. Do you all know what this is? How many of you don't know about it? Okay. That is good enough a reason for me to give this. Gurudev started this tradition of bringing the age-old Sanatana Dharma which was being shared between the wisest few. All these sadhus sitting in the Himalayas, they would share it amongst themselves and it would never trickle down into the plains. He, who, he considered himself as the uh, elite group of educated. Somebody who has done MA, somebody who has pursued law, somebody who has done journalism in 1940s. Definitely was in that upper educated strata. He thought he knew it all. And then when he started approaching Shivananji and went to Swami Taponam Maharaj, he then realized that there is such a depth in our scriptures why is it entrapped only in Himalayas? Shouldn't this be brought down to the plains? Because this can be applied in day-to-day -day life. And he brought this wisdom and a complete life dedicated for giving this wisdom to anybody who could care for it. what amount of compassion that he should have to come back, create the into the gatherings, into the masses saying that this is something that you are missing, this is what you have been looking for and create that interest in them and give this knowledge. And when he started, he wrote a letter to his Guru, Swami Tapon Maharaj. He said, on my first lecture, I had a huge gathering of four people, including myself. If you see the quest, I think this dialogue is there. there. Thus, one man's vision started with four people tirelessly worked through to give this knowledge to various age groups, various environments that he trotted around the globe. In fact, in the last stages of his, hardly 18% of his heart would work. 
and there would be all these gadgets you know strapped to his body and then he would put a angavastra get onto the stage roar like a lion as if there was no tomorrow and then get down and he would have to sit in a wheelchair and then be taken in and he believed to rest is to rust to give every moment of his life so that we all benefit every time i sit in a bhiksha he has transformed the meaning of word bhiksha we who wear this you know ochre robe have to go house to house maximum that we are supposed to ask is five houses within those five houses if the food is procured you are blessed with food for the day if not jalam data sukhi bhava drink water and be satiated such one who has created such a beautiful environment wherein in luxury we can in comfort sit and learn about this wisdom he taught us this knowledge and this knowledge our job our responsibility is to give to as many as possible and by giving sharing that knowledge i am giving my guru dakshina to my guru by learning another tradition is that the guru dakshina as asked by the guru the sishya is supposed to give do you all have a left right thumb <laughs> remember dronacharya and ekalavya snapped it and gave it guru dev said let us be compassionate <coughs> and he said give these envelopes to everyone so that whatever they feel that they have benefited if they have benefited donate so that the collection of this goes back in supporting the cause supporting the very society from where it has been taken in and i have tried money does not grow on money plants Because suddenly, what happens, you know, especially in a Hindu mindset, as long as it is Vedanta, as long as it is such high, lofty thought, oh, beautiful. The moment you talk about money, this this institution has become business-minded. <laughs> See, if I were to be run as a business. i am a sadhu but i am no fool i can be a very good businessman if i had to sell this i would have had a volunteer stand there collect it before you come rather than ask it after it has been given because that is the parampara of the guru shishya wherein the guru and the shishya sambandha is not based on this 
the moment the knowledge becomes tied down to a fee then the knowledge becomes corrupted once in tirupati because i had gone there as a volunteer and suddenly gurudev called us tirupati the, the ttd the, the main trust board there invited gurudev saying we will conduct your program and uh, gurudev said print the guru dakshina envelopes they said no you ask how much you want from the <coughs> ttd we will give you that much he said no my knowledge is not for sale they said we will not organize your program so gurudev immediately called us volunteers you know they said are you ready we all jumped in 60 70 of us jumped in 10 days before the agnya and we pulled it through and his point was knowledge is not for sale it is not to be linked with dhana it is to be linked with bhiksha so if you think what you have learned here helps has touched your heart somewhere by mistake give give liberally and if you think it has not touched you just get the empty envelope at least that way a giving habit is made empty also give now the last logic we have four ashramas i am not talking of chinmay kedar chinmay vrindavan <laughs> chinmay trenton no i don't know i am just making it up i had four i had to fill up four i'm talking about four ashramas of brahmacharya grihastha vanaprastha and sanyasa of these four only grihastha can earn rest of them have to beg i have done that now you do your responsibility in fact as a brahmacharya as a sanyasi i have every right to demand and you have every responsibility to fulfill so bring that envelopes filled in tomorrow after the lecture so how can you say that i am doing my vritti dharma i have every right to do that this is license to beg and i am begging so please give and on the same note this year being the 100th year celebrations that starts to mark puja gurudev's centennial celebrations to celebrate his life work and contribution for the entire you know humanity we will be celebrating his aradhana utsava from july 29th through august 3rd <coughs> how many of you have registered there is a family camp so please make use of this opportunity when you go to india and vacation you come back tired retired <laughs> so tired that there is no scope for getting tired again 
but here is an opportunity wherein right in that premises we will have children's program youth program adults are engaged <coughs> the best part 5 days no cooking no washing no meal planning everything is planned don't even need to take care of children what kind of a vacation right when you go you have to constantly take care of all of those things here it is all taken care of and that is an environment wherein we will learn more about our own spiritual growth and it's a beautiful opportunity because puja guru ji is coming along with him there is a strong army i am told of 25 acharyas coming under one roof you get to see 25 of them i think this is the first time i'm seeing that many in a family camp so make sure that you register and participate in it and uh, anupama is the ha she will be the one who will be standing there and making sure that everyone registers <laughs> who he wants me to say auntie <laughs> i did not say it so anupama is in charge and make sure that you register for this camp now after the purnamada is done we will all turn around aarti is that side or this side so we'll turn around uh, to your right and we will have aarti for radha krishna oh it is chinmay aarti all okay it's a wholesale aarti <laughs> so please turn around and wherever the aarti thali goes you please turn around and take the aarti om purnamadah purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnas 